pull a drink of beer. I'm drinking yeah, water. Two touchdowns in the game. <laughs> yes, in the game. You're tripping. How are you? High, no, high expectations. I don't know what we're doing in the front office, man. Twiddling our fucking dick. Brian, <laughs> I just need you to drink this. Wide receiver trivia. That's what she said. Her. Fuck. Her. Upset. Are those crutches? You can see Ryan's crutches. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to your favorite show on the internet. This is After Further Review, episode 106. I am your co-host, Dave Brown. I'm your other wonderful, wonderful co-host, Shaquille Brown. Very happy to be And uh, I'm everyone's uh, hated co-host, Malin. How's everybody doing tonight? Shaq, congratulations. You had yourself a good week. Oh, it was a great week. <laughs> Sorry. Your, your team... Your, your team won. You were three and two with Ryder Die and five, and you won fantasy. That's, you got that's the trifecta. Well, it was the winningest week out of all 106 episodes we've done, so I deserve to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see if we can fix that by the end. Of the show. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's open things up in our typical tradition with a nice cheers. Beautiful. Cheers to you, Malin. Shot glasses. You guys got the big old shot glasses out. What the hell? They're for a uh, spooky season. Folks at home, I'm not even gonna bother. It's skeletons. Oh, yeah, when you oh, buy this okay. show every week, it's spooky season. <laughs> I just, I just thought maybe Shaq needed to drown some sorrows or something. He doesn't know what to do with. Uh, doesn't know how to handle himself with victory, so he, he doesn't know what to do. Double up confused. Oh, next week is going to be dreadful. You stuff on my luck. <laughs> uh, we are live streaming our show like we do every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want to click that first link down in your podcast description, you will be taken right to the YouTube version of this episode and then you can click subscribe and you can keep up with this show every single Wednesday night you can be in the live chat here on YouTube you can weigh in on the conversation um, and if you can't watch it live you can still just watch the replay as soon as this is done so there is that um, yeah before we hit the recap I think it is worth mentioning Dak Prescott We'll be playing this Sunday against Detroit. Well, he should be playing. He's clear to play, so we would imagine that. Uh, any thoughts from the two of you? I mean, like, you, like I think we all said, that once homeboy gets his first loss, things start to look shaky, they can bring Prescott back in. So here we are. Lost last week to the Eels. So <laughs> welcome on back. Missed little, you. little ironic. <laughs> He's suddenly healthy. So exactly. Lost, okay, Malin. I, I was uh, I was actually surprised that they didn't pull out the medical tent, try to throw some pads on Prescott, like right there on the sideline to get him in there. I mean, it, like midway through the second quarter. In my opinion, I feel like he would have mattered. Yeah, I mean, like think of it this way: it is still the Eagles. The Eagles are very good this season, so it's not like don't be surprised that homeboy couldn't pull off this win against. The only yeah, undefeated yeah. team left in the league right now. Sorry, it was, I feel like you would have lost with Prescott. Without Prescott, it was going to happen. 
I, I don't know. I just I found it I found that game just a little interesting because I didn't think Philly's defense was gonna play as well as they did. Um, yeah, me neither. And but their MO has been kind of the same and someone brought it up, I think it was on Fox Sports earlier, that the Eagles have a tendency to jump up on people early mm. and then kinda of hang on for dear life in the second half, which is what they kinda of did against Cowboys again. Which because they did jump up early on him, it forced Cooper Rush to try to play like Tony Romo, and what did he do? He played like Tony Romo, started throwing picks. Uh, so, yeah. Bye, Rush. Nice knowing you. <laughs> so, can we, I just wanted to ask you guys, do you think this is, as far as this year goes, barring any more injury, that's the last we see of Cooper Rush? Yeah. Unless Prescott magically gets hurt again, Rush probably last we see him. I gotta get the money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I mean, at this point, unless Dak Prescott was carrying a severed finger from his throwing hand and his other hand walking off the sideline, I think Jerry Jones would tell him to get his ass back out there. <laughs> um, so, because he they they got thoroughly kind of embarrassed uh, yeah. against the Eagles. The and Jerry Jones just had to put his foot in his mouth. He'd been talking all all that <laughs> crap for for, for four weeks. And then he had to eat crows, so yeah. I mean, like Cooper Rush is lucky if he's the water boy right now. Out <laughs> there, make some high quality H two O. Well, Coop, it was real while it lasted. All right, let's hop into the uh, recap. Excuse me of week six. Uh, another another interesting week in the NFL, folks. There's nothing that you can. Uh, Bet on hat. Well, there's some stuff you bet on hat, but there's nothing that you can fully expect to happen. <laughs> uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna start with the big game of the weekend, which was the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, the Bills took down the Chiefs, twenty-four to twenty. My question to you, Shaq: What is the biggest reason that the Bills were able to win this game? They just generally outplayed this team. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm just saying. It's not ESPN type of logic. It's like they play, they won because they. I feel like Allen did a really good job guiding this team down. We did well. Oh. And just at the end of the day, it's like I think they are more of a complete team than Kansas City is of a complete team this year. Just my general opinion. Like Kansas City is a course great powerhouse of a team, but not as good as. They will go a lot further than Kansas City will, I feel like, this year. All right, Shaq. Put it there first. <laughs> Malin? I got I to hand it to you, Shaq. In the, in the rundown, in all caps, under parentheses, <laughs> one specific reason. And you went about as vague as you could possibly get on that. That's like Jalen Adams from Fries and you just hand him a potato. Like, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that was... The look that Jalen gave you when when you said that he looked at you like you didn't you didn't read anything. Did you? Um, Fond direction so, in a strong seat of this show. <laughs> yeah, me me neither. Obviously. And here um, we are, still talking about here it. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so these two teams are like damn near identical, just like they were last year in the playoffs. You have Allen going for three twenty nine and three touchdowns. Mahomes going for three thirty eight, two touchdowns, two interceptions. They both threw forty passes. 
Uh, yards, Kansas City 387, Buffalo 443. Turnovers, Kansas City 2, Buffalo 1. Time of possession, Kansas City 28 minutes 30 seconds, Buffalo 31 minutes 28 seconds. Like they were so close in every metric, even on first downs. Buffalo only had three more first downs. But just like last year, minute four left in the game, Kansas City has the ball. What's the difference? On Miller. Von Miller is the singular difference between last year and this year. And when you look at the stats, you see four tackles, two sacks. Um, it doesn't really, like, fill up the stat sheet, right? But he was such a disruptive force throughout the whole game that it just kind of looked like Mahomes was never really as comfortable as we're used to seeing him comfortable in the pocket. Uh, Juju had a great game. That was kind of weird. He hadn't had a good game in like I don't know, fifteen years. Um, <laughs> the best number two ever. But, but yeah, but but when you think about it, like Von Miller was the one that broke through the line and caused Mahomes to have to rush that throw. That was the game, yeah, clinching interception to begin with. And so with two teams that are as identical as they are, and so evenly matched, you gotta go with the free agent acquisition of Von Miller, in my opinion. <clears throat> Years is a, I don't know what I'd call it, but my biggest reason was that Mahomes turned over the ball too much, and the reason why is because Von Miller is kind of a direct result of Von Miller being there. Uh, but yeah, you know, Mahomes made two turnover, created two turnovers that you know Josh Allen just did not make. One early in the game, and the one the last play of the game. Uh, at, at, to me, at the end of the day, that's that was really the only big difference. Like there wasn't two; it was very close in stats for both teams throughout the whole game. Um, you know, Josh Allen just didn't make those same mistakes that Mahomes did, and it just came down to that. But that is, like Malin was just saying, a direct result of Von Miller being on Buffalo. So, um, yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, two two things. One, you got to be impressed that I actually gave you one singular thing. And I, yeah, I was still impressive. able to, even though I was still able to work in a bunch of other stats, I was still able to give you one singular thing. So, <laughs> kudos to me on that one. Um, and second, like, didn't it just feel like the playoff game last year? Like yes, towards the all end, over like again. they score, and then like Mahomes gets the ball back with a minute, and you're like, oh dang, if Kansas City beats them with one minute left again, right? Like, like that could have like crumpled the entire That's field goal. season. Is that <laughs> towards the end of the game, like my boy? <laughs> There's anything you need to make is those field goals right there. The drama, <laughs> the drama. Okay. Well, speaking of drama, we will keep moving into the Giants upsetting the Baltimore Ravens, twenty-four to twenty. Same exact score here. Uh, Shaq, start with you again here. Actually, main little start with you. Um, are you more impressed with the Giants or were you more disappointed with the Ravens? Well, I had to go back and look at like how I picked all the teams to do over the summer and look at what I thought their overall records were going to be to see like who has actually been more impressive than what I thought they would be. Um, and I thought that Baltimore was going to go 10-7. and seven. Right now they're 3-3. and three. I don't think it's outside the realm of impossibility that they win another seven games this year. Um, but I had the Giants only winning six games the whole year. And they're already five and one. Wow. 
Um, I don't know how anybody can not say that the Giants aren't the most impressive team um, or surprising team Yeah, so far in this NFL season. Um, I don't want to say overachieving because they're gritty. They got toughness. Peebles uh, a great, like, he's got them dialed in. Um, and Daniel Jones is throwing for 67% of his passes. He's got five touchdowns, two intercepts. He's got a 90 rating, which is seven higher than his career average. And he's also got 236 yards rushing with two more touchdowns. Um, but the biggest thing that if, if Debo was able to do one thing this year that's different is that Daniel Jones is not fumbling the football. True. Because after week one, he had one fumble in week one of this year which meant that he had 36 fumbles for 37 career starts. He was damn near averaging one fumble every single time he touched the field. And he hasn't had a fumble since then. Um, And on top of that, Saquon Barkley is healthy, averaging 5.2 yards a carry. He's got a few scores himself. So, I mean, they're, they're playing really good balanced ball right now with a lot of people that are hurt. So... Yeah, yeah, their receiving core is a joke, but here they are at five and one. Like that's crazy to me. I am still shocked with the Giants, but I'm I am more so disappointed with the Ravens right now. Uh, They are just giving up fourth quarters at an alarming rate. (laughs) Like all of their losses, it seems like they just lose the game in the at least in the second half of the game. Miami, Buffalo, and now the Giants. Uh, three times is not a coincidence anymore. Like that is a pattern that they clearly have an issue that needs to be remedied, and who knows if that's going to happen. Uh, it's scary for Ravens fans right now because uh, I don't know what the hell besides their defense is getting off their ass and Lamar Jackson waking back up in the second half and re- remembering the game's not over. Uh, they've they've got some serious late choking problems they need to figure out. Do you do you think it's the way they're playing on the field, or do you think it's play calling? Because this is twice now that Lamar Jackson's thrown an interception at the end of the fourth quarter, and then the other team marches down the field and scores game winning points. Um, and that offense is better than what they've been doing in the third and yeah. fourth quarter. Um, so, like, do you think it's Lamar Jackson? Do you think it's the play calling? Like, what, like, what, what do you think is going on in the fourth quarter? I one, I do think it is Lamar in the second half um, of him just thinking the you know the game is over, or him just trying to do too much. Sometimes, like, once the the other team gets back into the game, I know the, the Giants game this wasn't quite the case, but like the Miami and the Buffalo game, once they have some momentum. It seems like he's like, all right, I have to really do everything. Like, and then he just does too much, turns the ball over, and that momentum that the opponent has just snowballs, and it's really downhill. Um, and it is also the play calling though, because both like their offense seems to just be absolute discombobulated, and the defense is just super, super all over the place. Like they just look lost in the second half of the game. It almost looks like a different team. Well, he, he's going to have to do something because uh, you don't get to blank check and get 100% guaranteed money when you only <clears> play three quarters of football every damn week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, how things change quickly. Shout out G-Money 
in the live chat here on YouTube. He says it's Lamar Jackson feeling like he has to do everything. G money, my man. Uh, Shaq, go right ahead. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was more impressed by the Giants at the end of the day for this game. They are really proving to a lot of people who didn't expect nothing out of them this season, and they're really coming out and like balling hard. And they really went through. Granted, they're still a team that completely, almost ninety percent relies on one player's health <laughs> for the season. Once that man goes down, the rest of the season's kind of a uh, big up in the air. But yeah, but also they choose the one year to be really good. When the rest of the division decides <laughs> this is very <laughs> true, be good. So how the how that division right now is the best in the NFC is yeah. Sad, uh, sad thing is they might go uh, really positive and still not even <laughs> the playoff. The um the one thing that does concern me about the Giants, so even though I am impressed, is that you know a lot of people are going to point to some of the wins they have, right? Like you know they beat Green Bay, they beat Baltimore. But are the teams that they're beating? Are we are we counting those as like big wins because of the teams they beat are actually good, or because they have the brand name recognition and they're supposed to be good? Because I think we can all agree that you know Green Bay is not right. Green Bay of last year or a few years before, yeah. and you know like you just said the the Ravens have been struggling and. So I just I just kind of wonder a little bit are are they coming up and other teams are coming down and they're kind of playing them at the right time kind of deal or are they really excelling yeah. to to that certain point and I guess only time will tell I want to see him play the Eagles that, that's what I want to see happen because funny uh, enough I would I was saying one funny enough the team that one team that they're better than in the division is uh, team favorite of a couple of our. Guess. <laughs> uh, you mean buy. the team that don't even know what their name is and they're yeah. home, might have to sell the team? Yeah. Listen, man, when 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 crackhead Jim Ursay comes out in the media and says that he thinks there's enough votes that Dan Snyder is going to have to sell his team, you're on the wrong side of history yeah. because Jim Ursay was doing lines of coke off his strippers' asses before Super Bowls. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now he's all of a sudden the moral police with the NFL owners. I was like, "Good God, <laughs> sir! Maybe let maybe let someone else take that one. Let Shit. let let Robert let Robert Kraft with his thirty year old wife get up there and <laughs> be the moral like police of the league. You don't gotta. That's, that's not you, or say that's not your job." You still have white powder on your nose, you dumbass. I was like, what is going on? Funny enough, uh, Giants have almost a guaranteed win next week. Um, oh, they played the uh, Jets on the spun ride or die. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little while. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, keep up the good work, Giants. That's with that. <laughs> Till we um, tend. That's, that's, that's a good pep talk, Jalen. <laughs> Surprised you're not a coach somewhere. Football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be on that uh, Jim Irsay life. I'll tell you that much. Um, last but not least, on the recap, we have Shaq Steelers were able to hold off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twenty to eighteen. 
Shaq, we'll just let you go first here. Man, the amount of joy that I had watching this game after we won this, especially after we won this, to see Tom Brady on the sideline yelling his O-line. <laughs> if I could see Tom Brady mad, Bucks fans mad, at the whole, at the hands of my own god-awful team, <laughs> that brought a tear to my eyes, talking to these sorry-ass Bucks fans, talking about how good they're going to be and then lose to my... <laughs> That man wasn't too busy working out custody of his children and leaving his wife to get clapped up on my team in the process of it. <laughs> it's like your wife leaving you and then you go in your driveway and then her future boyfriend beats the shit out of you in your driveway. <laughs> There's serious things going on. But yeah. There's a lot in there. I would like to say the main reason for us, that def- or defense really played, really involved shutting down and getting to Tom Brady and Raiders. Put him to work, and then Claypool. I feel like played out of his godforsaken mind. Unfortunately, I could have. I had that man on my bench because he hasn't done shit up until this game. But yeah, yeah, our run game still needs so much improvement. Well, um, on that same note, who is winning the AFC North this season? I think that us. All right. I still think uh, Baltimore might end up still coming through and playing with that somehow. I say they pick it up at some point in time, and they really do come through. But I still say you might end up claiming that. I don't know. You must still might claim that third spot in the division. It's really not. We're gonna stay relevant. We might break even with our freaking record by the end of the year. But I feel like at a certain point. Cincinnati and Baltimore are really going to kick it in gear or try and make it competitive. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Browns will still be the Browns, unfortunately. So, All right. So, Shaq's saying Baltimore, Malin. Well, uh, I was – I had to take out my phone and take a picture while Shaq was talking because at some point in his life, he's going to get married and he's going to have a kid. And I'm pretty sure the smile on his face talking about Steelers being in the Bucks <laughs> is going to be bigger in Trump the smile he has on his face on both of those occasions. And I just wanted to make sure I had the proof. Um I never I never I never seen Shaq smile so much. I thought the sun was rising, man. That's, That's a bright ass tea, Shaq. Um the uh but okay, so so I'm I'm gonna answer your question, but we have to we still got to talk about this game after we answer the question. Yes. This game, yeah, go like, we got to talk about the Bucks when this is all said and done. Because uh-huh. that sorry-ass squad <laughs> is just it's making me so goddamn happy right that now. That is about. Um, anyway, so I'm going I'm going with Cincy to win the division um, because they've won three out of four. Um, and Burrow, he's only thrown one interception since week one. Uh, when he played the Steelers and threw four interceptions, that was a bad day for him. Um, so he's only thrown one INT since week one, and they've won three out of four. They're kind of finding their rhythm. The only concern I have with the Bengals is that Mixon has got to get going. This kid's only got 347 yards with a 3.3 average and one touchdown. They need the running game because that offensive line is not good enough to protect Joe Burrow dropping back, throwing 50 <clears throat> times a game. Like, he needs to be back in, like, the low 30s. Um, otherwise, I, I worry about him getting hurt. But I like Cincy. Like you said, Baltimore, they can't close out games. And 
that kind of scares me because that's not something you can replicate or fix in a practice. Um, and so I don't know how many more games are going to end up popping up. It's funny how this division always seems to just be a circus every <laughs> oh. single year. <laughs> always competitive. And like when you start a season, I feel like it always looks like there's a gap between yeah, a certain team year. and everybody else. And then once the season gets going, it's kind of like, why is this competitive all of a sudden? From the first place to the fourth place teams, always a mix up of what's mean, going on. I mean, this division is competitive because they're not competitive. I mean, the division leaders are three and three, and then they're two and four. So, like, you all are sliding down the same side of the hill right now, and you're like, someone's going to get the bottom of the hill first. I don't know which fat motherfucker's going to do it. It's like a who's the tallest midget contest. Right. This division. So, but these Buccaneers, Jalen, what what is going on with these? What's going on with Brady? But they why is are, uh... Brady going to a wedding, <laughs> missing walkthroughs? You didn't see Belichick at that wedding. You didn't see any current <laughs> Patriots at that wedding. You, you didn't see anybody winning at that wedding. And, and, I, and, and I swear to God, like, Brady is turning into the Crypt Keeper. Like, can his face get any thinner? I don't know what is going on. He is aging rapidly. That's what a woman will do to you. Mm. Uh, they will age you exponentially. As um, man's wife is standing right there looking at him. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, she does have all the combinations of the gun safe, so that's not cool. But anyway, no, you will you will age quicker when your wife is unhappy. Um, and so this man is turning into the Crypt Keeper. Um, looks like he's about to star in a Halloween special or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but I love it, man. They're terrible. They're just god awful. They're not good. I don't. It's it, you don't even have to break it down with stats. They're just not good. They seem lost. Yeah, uh, the Bucks are. They're just sorry. Like if I could just sum it up in one word, they're a sorry football team. Brady looks bad. O line looks bad. Uh-huh. I will say the receivers at least they still kind of look pretty good. But everything outside of the receivers, they're just a bad football. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a certain person just, stayed a year longer than he should have. Yep. Exactly. Oh my god, he should have gone out being on top, throwing the most touchdowns and the most yards in the NFL like he did last year. And I was gonna go out but, with somebody uh, no. on top of him. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> and top of the, yeah, this bitch on top of his wife too. So he better. <laughs> Like it's just not working out. I mean. It's just, it's just yeah. bad, man. That's all I'm saying. Bad enough to catch an L, not making the playoffs, and you might lose your wife. Just as, uh, Antonio laid up with the wife, so and, 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 and he got and he got fined eleven thousand dollars for kicking that Falcon to Garrett. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he just and you know that's not the first time he's done that. He's been fined before. Yeah. He's fined ten thousand dollars for kicking someone back in 2013. <laughs> Little punk ass for somebody who would. <laughs> Get folded two seconds into a fight with any other <laughs> Arthritic knees. <laughs> All right. So I don't know. But Jesus. I, do, do you guys think they can fix it? Do you think they can right the ship? Nope. Or do you think they're going to be middling of the road 500 under 500 by the end of the year? Just over 500, but yep. I said they catch a fat L like very early in playoffs. Yep. They'll, they'll <laughs> win their division. Um, they'll, they'll probably battle for that division with Atlanta because they're that sorry. 
but they will win it and then get bounced in the first round. Yeah, one and done. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying it right now. I don't even think they win the division. Yikes. I don't think they win the division. Why? Because one of the best hot takes ever had in my life was it. Atlanta was the best 0-2 <laughs> team ever. <laughs> Y'all laughed at my ass. And look at him over there just clapping the cheeks out of people. <laughs> Man's going to be riding that to you all throughout the rest of the year. <laughs> Praying the best. Only Atlanta's <laughs> biggest damn fan. Right. <laughs> yeah, damn right. I'm about to go buy me a Mariota jersey, man. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But that team hasn't been good since a certain player was allowed to buy dogs oh. at Petco. Okay. <laughs> We're going to okay, move on. <laughs> They went to a Super Bowl. Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan did take him to a Super Bowl. Oh, Jesus Lord. Shaq is so cancerous. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 Petco into that crime. <laughs> 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 Supplying the dogs. That's going to be headline news. If anyone I'm ever sure there was somewhere part of that chain of chaos. <laughs> when, I, when I turn on Sports Center tomorrow morning and someone randomly says that they heard a hot take that Petco is involved in that scandal shack, <laughs> you, heard, you heard it here first, folks. So, somebody's got to get us famous. <laughs> Whether it's good or bad, something's got to help. <laughs> the, the, the moment they start looking into you, they're going to start looking into everything I've said. And the next thing I know, the NSA and the FBI are going to every. Every, all of Canada. <laughs> also, the Make a Wish Foundation will be investigating. Oh, yeah, every, well. every kid, every kid that's even the had Wish can- Foundation should be investigated because they're not dying. Like that's you're supposed to die. You get your wish and then you die. That's what's supposed to happen. And he's alive. <laughs> this episode is just a one toxic episode for no reason. <laughs> This is one of those things. This one of those episodes that gets banned five minutes after we freaking film it. Just imagining that that stacked lawsuit: NSA, CIA, FBI, Make a Wish Foundation, <laughs> all in on it. And Petco is gonna be. Fun. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think ESPN should let me host the ESPYS. Give out the Jimmy V Award. Oh Jesus God! And for for us, like volunteer hours, it's gonna be like announcers of some dog I would, show. I would, I would, I would bring that kid on stage and be like, "Look, why are you better than Jimmy and Stuart Scott? You're alive? You're not? What makes you better?" I'm right, moving on, people. Okay, let's get out of that. So oh, great. <laughs> All right. So the NBA tipped off last night. The NBA was comes back. Like a boomerang, it is just right. right back into the swing of things. Uh, we're gonna go through a couple of the like who's gonna win MVP, who'll come out of the East, the West, and then who'll win the finals, which is the start of every season. Um, before we do that, I do want to mention I went back and saw what we said about the start of last season. Just for the <laughs> come on, uh, you were. <laughs> Yes, this was the dawn of many things. Um, I was right in the beginning. uh, So, for MVP, I predicted Steph Curry. Malin, you predicted LeBron. Shaq, for whatever reason, didn't make a prediction on that. Um, (laughs) For the East, who would win the East? We all said Milwaukee. Shit. 
There's that. And then for the West, I sent the Utah Jazz. Not proud of that one. And then, of course, the two of you picked the Los Angeles Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) We are the... uh... Sounds great. <laughs> we are the we are the the, uh, the cancerous NBA, not knowing what the hell we're talking that, about. Show a record. That team continues to got chopped at the knees every single game from there on out. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. That was their problem. Was we liked them. them. <laughs> we liked them. Uh, that was a problem. Was, I, was, I was literally, I was literally about to start clowning on Jalen that the Jazz did so bad they broke up the whole squad. But then the Lakers did so bad that they just cut the whole thing and just back with Patrick Beverly for some goddamn reason. Uh, so, <laughs> I just... A couple oh, things that about hurts. that, that episode. Right. You two argued for about 15 minutes when you had the same goddamn pick with the Lakers. <laughs> I don't know why. I argue about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And that was also the spawn of the Dwight Howard beef oh, holy with that same episode. <laughs> and it's going to continue all of this season, too. Yeah. As soon as basketball season really gets an emotion, uh, there's so many emotions about so many players about NBA. Uh, all I, I got to say is that we are good radio, Jalen. Why? Because we got you listening to Shaq and I beef for 15 minutes. <laughs> about the same <laughs> pick. <laughs> and you were there when we originally beefed about it, yet you still watched it. <laughs> it was funny enough, the pick was the Lakers. We argued about the Lakers. <laughs> that was this shit. I'm like, what are they arguing about? <laughs> That's the thing about me, man. We can argue about nothing and still be like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, well, hopefully, hopefully we do a little bit better this year. Yeah. That was, that was that was rough. We weren't right about a single <laughs> one of us. G Money says, "God damn, the Lakers and LeBron. That's a twofer." <laughs> uh, you think someone would have to come curse you, give somebody a reach around that bad? <laughs> Jesus. That's the only thing because he'd be yeah. successful in the Lakers. Is... Yep. <laughs> all right. So this year, with all of our genius NBA knowledge. Who is going to win MVP? I'll start on this one. I'm going to take Joel Embiid this year to finally crack through. Jokic winning it back-to-back. Embiid has been like right there in the, the fray of things these past few years. They, they're not going to give it to Jokic for 30 in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they shouldn't have given it for two years. Right? No, they shouldn't have. Uh, I just—he's knocking. I can't see his play uh, dropping from what it has been these past few years. I—I I think they'll, they'll end up giving it to him this year. They um, the 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 only thing that Embiid's gonna crack is his bat from carrying Harden's fat ass. <laughs> um, the uh, I don't I, no. I mean, I guess if he stays healthy, but I don't know. Again, he's got to carry Harden. That's a that's a tall task. Uh, I'm going with Luca. Luca Doncic. That's my guy. I think he's going to win the MVP this year. Why do I say that? Because we're already giving the MVP to, you know, white guys that look out of shape anyways uh, in the joke <laughs> two years in a row. Um, that damn guy gets a heat rash is running up and down the court. I just don't understand how he got the MVP two years in a row. It's the most unimaginable, just 
unenergetic, just blah. It's like a red stain on the NBA. It's ridiculous. It's like Steve, when Steve Nash was getting all them MVPs when Kobe was in his prime. I, unnecessary. Like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> um, the, like, the fact that Steve Nash has more MVPs than Kobe does. I tell you, these people, don't know, these people don't know how to pick an MVP. Uh, so Heat Rash uh, <laughs> Joker isn't going to get it. Uh, so I think it's going to be Luka. Uh, I think he's going to ball out this year, um, and I'm, I'm excited. By the way, I'm sorry, real quick. The Pelicans blew the doors off the Nets tonight, but anyway, go ahead, Jack. Uh, I want to say, for uh, enough, I'm going to say John Morant is going to win this MVP this year. Hot take. I, I, okay. think, I feel like we've been seeing him get better and better every single year. And I feel like he didn't he just get MVP last season. If I, I mean not MVP, but most improved player last season, rookie of the year. Rookie, yeah, I see this man blown out again because he's gonna have to for his team to be relevant again this year. So I see he gets MVP. My second person was gonna be too controversial, so I just left it. <laughs> We're learning. We're learning. Okay, how 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 is John Morant a hot take and Luca's not a hot take? I don't know. I understand. It's John Morant. I was gonna say I, Le- I was gonna say LeBron, but you know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we don't learn. We don't Jeez. learn. <laughs> <laughs> how many points? How many points did that man average last season? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how many games did he play? Jesus, that's the only thing. That's the only thing about someone like LeBron James because he is going to have the points, he's going to have the stats, and he's going to break the scoring record this year. And by the end of the year, he has a really good shot at being number four all time in assists as well. So, with breaking those records and what he's going to do when he's on the court, yes, he would have a chance if the Lakers do make the playoffs. But I'm worried about the amount of games that LeBron James could could be playing. Otherwise, I think that if he plays a lot of games and he does break those records, the voters are dumb enough to give out like a legacy MVP, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I don't think he's going to play enough games to. I mean, be, the, look, the man's part of the man's the goat. He can figure it out. Okay, <laughs> let's keep it moving. To Over here the trying east. to trigger a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this man know. trying to keep us here till two a.m. <laughs> not me this time. It's not me. Shut. Hold on, damn wood on the fire over here. Who the hell is coming out of the Eastern Conference? Uh, Malin, you can go ahead. Celtics. Book it. Ain't nobody close to us, man. Ain't That's nobody. Like to hear. Swept, swept Brooklyn last year. Swept Milwaukee. Spanked them. Uh, we we let the, the heat hang around like you do that younger brother or sister that you don't really like. You want to make them feel loved a little bit. Uh, it's going to be the Celtics, man. You saw it last night against the Sixers. Tatum, Brown, 35 points each. I mean, it also helps when uh, James Harden's breaking ankles and does a little shimmy, then bricks a three. That was cool. When you um, watching an agile but, giant. But yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah Celtics, man, they, they're going back. They're going to have. They're going to be the first team in NBA history to reach the NBA Finals with two rookie head coaches. Amen. I have happen, little to nothing to add to that. Eme. Go ahead and take that that breather this season. You know, we all get caught up. Go ahead and do your thing. We'll be all right. We'll hold it down the East. We'll be back. Check. 
Now that y'all done stroking y'all own dick in this whole entire first <laughs> <laughs> portion of this episode, <laughs> just watching y'all just bounce off each other. I was like, yeah, yeah, this shit. I'm just glad he said own and not each other. That was bad. Uh, basically weird. the same thing. Y'all watch it. Y'all watch each other as you do it. So. <laughs> Not all of us can win our season opener, all right. <laughs> y'all, y'all horrible people. Right. You only get one of those. At least it makes sense that Nestor is a Heat fan. I mean, he likes the Dolphins oh, and the Heat. Oh boy. <laughs> Somebody else was just front running back in the mid 2000s. That's what happened. Anyway, I hate to agree with y'all, but I think y'all might do it again. What? <laughs> All of this, and then you just agree oh, with yeah. us. I like, to, I like to argue. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> I like to argue. Now we got a nice, nice little circle jerking on. I'm, I'm not circle I'm just watching from the window like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all wrong for this, but I ain't leaving. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in the window going like this. <laughs> Squidward. <laughs> yeah, y'all two outside. I'm just, <laughs> it's just, it's just the chaos. I gotta watch. Huh? Yeah, what am I gonna do? Pick my own team? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna pick. I'm not gonna be an Uncle Tom on my own team. So y'all, so y'all come. Your team went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year and barely missed out on it. And he's like, "Yeah, the team that whooped us is just gonna whoop us again." No, we got we gotta get close. We get in the second slide, second place. But I feel like we we would be in the same position as we were last year, trying to figure shit out. Damn, trying to figure shit out when it comes to y'all again. You're just gonna so leave Nestor he... blowing in the wind like that. First huh? of all, fuck Nestor. <laughs> <laughs> after you, two, uh... after two weeks ago, this man roasted me about losing to the Jets. Just so next week he could lose to the Jets to himself, sir. So you, uh, so you think it's gonna be the Celtics and the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals again? Yes. Okay. I mean, I could, I could see that happening. Yeah. I just think right. that as and the main reason that I that I really picked the Celtics over a team like Milwaukee is that I feel like Milwaukee has stayed the same since winning the finals. And yeah, yep. the Celtics the Celtics haven't really <clears throat> added a whole bunch of pieces. Um but the pieces that they've had have gotten better. Right. And matured. And they have that playoff pedigree now. There's a reason why Vegas even has them as the favorites to win the finals, um, which is weird to me since we just lost to the people who just got rings last night. Um, but uh, but yeah, and you know, hey, if Blake Griffin has anything in the tank, maybe he can just kind of help push this trend along a little bit. Yeah. So. All right, uh, the West, Shaq. Who do you have coming out of the West? Clippers. Clippers. I feel like. They gotta have their shit together this season. I I feel in my something about this team. I feel in my bones. They gotta pull this shit together. I mean, don't get me wrong. They are these very good team. Very good team. Riddled with injuries come last season. Wasn't a complete team. I feel like, but I feel like they can do it. You know, I I also wanted to say the Clippers because on paper 
they do have a very good team but i've seen those parts before and those parts just don't hold up to a damn thing those parts are broken (laughs) they are broken parts i i I want wall george in in Kawhi leonard but those are just a bunch of those are three broken ass pieces. Like hey, brittle as shit. Y'all seen that peanut brittle they bring out on the holiday, man? <laughs> I can't trust. That's what's Clippers. wearing the Clippers uniform right now. That is uh, a house know, of cards. For, for the last seven weeks, like Shaq has been right on so many things when it comes in the NFL, but I have to start to think like, does he really enjoy being wrong when he makes predictions like this with the Clippers? I don't understand it, sir. Um, it's just, I don't know. Like, when was the last time that, uh, God damn it, Kawhi, when, when was the last time that goofy-ass laughing Kawhi Leonard played? Uh, like he, played, he played in the bubble in 2020 and got his ass beat. Um he so, banged his knee in summer 2021. <laughs> banged his knee. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like exactly he, what happened. It seemed like he walked into the dresser or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> he might as well have. And, and, and <laughs> Blew his old shit out. I don't know, man. When you can't, like, you gotta, those two, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they're about, you can book it just as much as you can someone like Anthony Davis not staying yeah, healthy. Strict yeah, clothes. Like you just you know they're gonna miss a lot of time, um, and so I gotta go with the Warriors because that's a squad that ran it back with some of the vets, and then brought in some new pieces like Pool, um, and uh, Wiggins resigned. Uh, I know that Draymond Green getting punch drunk and just slapping people in practice, but that's fine. That's Draymond Green doing Draymond Green stuff. Steph is, um, Steph is about to blow this whole shit this season because he called him out but, for it. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but I, I, I got to go with the Warriors because I don't I don't know that the Clippers can stay healthy. <clears throat> um, I don't know that Dallas has anything remotely around Luka that can make them a serious contender against Golden State again. Phoenix, they're just going to trip and fall in the playoffs again anyways. Uh, the Jazz blew up their team. Dame Lillard's going to drop some dime in the regular season, but that, that squad ain't got nothing around him. And let's not even get started about the goddamn Lakers. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Golden State for me. Are you sure not the Lakers? They got the White Howard. Sure okay. Uh, <laughs> G-Money, the final score of that Chicago-Miami okay. game All was right. 116-108. <laughs> Chicago. Uh, he got to bring that up. That man got a phone just like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> the man asked, so I figured I'd give him No, an that man, the man's educated. He can he figure just, it out. He's just dropping some knowledge. Sorry. Right. G-Money is... You, know, you don't need our help. Trust me, if you go come to the show for some help, you're really going through it in life. Don't you do that. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you one thing though. I think that if it's not the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals with the Celtics, it could be the Bulls. I think the Bulls could be one of could those be. teams this year could that be. could do some damage. Um, so, so yeah. Out of the West, I couldn't take the Clippers. I was heavily considering the Warriors for a while, but I just can't see every. T- I think last year I also thought it was going to be a Finals rematch or. 
maybe a year before, but we we haven't really had a finals rematch in a little while since like Cleveland and Golden State, I think. Um something's gonna happen. Like I I don't think that the Warriors are gonna come out of the West. I think that the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole thing doesn't say much about Jordan Poole, but I think something's gonna come to a head with the team and Draymond and there's going to be some sort of fallout there. Uh, so I think the Warriors will still do really well, but I can't see them coming out of the West. Um, a team that was just there, the Suns, I think they're going to make a splash before the trade deadline. They clearly want to get off of Jay Crowder, which, I mean, Jesus, that I, I would imagine why. Um, they were trying to get Durant in the offseason. They were trying to get uh, Bogdanovich in the offseason. Like, they clearly want to bring in a someone to take Crowder's spot in that small forward position who can score, who can actually score the ball instead of Jake Crowder. Uh, so yeah, I think they're gonna pick up somebody, a big name, and I think they're gonna be right, right back at it. And the Suns will come out of the the West. Um, so I've got Phoenix and, I, and Boston. I do not trust Chris Paul in the playoffs. No. If Chris Paul could be Chris Paul like he's going to be in the regular season, then I could see him doing it. But he's he's just been he falls off a cliff in the playoffs the last two years. So. He's weird like that. Yeah. Cliff Paul comes out. He's old. Cliff Paul. I love that. Look at that. Look at that name. I thought I was the only one coming up with the names. Jalen's got some <laughs> dropping some dimes over here. So, uh, all right. So if you got so so if you got Phoenix and Boston. And Shaq, you got Austin and the Clippers. Jesus Christ. I can't <laughs> almost blow up when I say Clippers finals. Um, who, who do you guys think is going to win? So those two projected finals. I mean, huh. <laughs> there we yeah, go. Damn, round two. Round two. Yeah, round two. I'd much rather play the Clippers. <laughs> I will like, say. G Money is saying that Minnesota could be a dark horse out of the West. Man's gonna hate me for this, but if I went my prediction of Clippers and. Boston, if with a healthy, perfectly functioning Clippers, which is highly doubtful, by then somebody's gonna tear a fingernail. I'm gonna take the Clippers. Shaq is smoking crack. Just like to put that out there. You want to know what's gonna happen? If the Clippers did play the Celtics, the Celtics would sweep them in four games, and the definitive basket to clinch it would be Blake Glifford, Duncan, putting his nuts. Right on Kawhi's face. Blake Griffin beating the Clippers in the finals. That's what would happen. And he would just sit there and teabag them like they were playing Halo. That's how that would go down. Uh, but anyways, I got the Celtics beating the Warriors. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. I love this by show. The way, would that not be the greatest ending to any NBA finals of Blake Griffin? Denying the Clippers of a finals berth and teabagging Kawhi in the process. That'd be the best television I've ever seen in my life. I actually want that to happen now. Fuck the Warriors. I want, the, I want that to happen. That'd be so goddamn cool. 
So just let it be known that Shaq is hooking his wagon to the Clippers yeah, in the, the West Clippers. this season. Is Clips. too funny. <laughs> this man, this man didn't learn from what Jalen just read back from what we picked a year ago. He went with another LA team. He just he just went across town. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I went from one broke ass team to another broken down ass team. That's ah damn. Okay, so that's where we stand, folks. Hope you took that down in your notebook. Yeah, and uh, let the let the circus begin, folks. The NBA is back. There, there's gonna be a lot of goofy ball being played. Nothing but clowns in the NBA. (laughs) All right, tall clowns. Uh, We're gonna go to a break. When we come back, G Money is joining us once again. We're going to do the L's of the week and our favorite segment, the ride or die in five. It's comical section of the show. 35, 45, 55. What? <laughs> circuit. This is the okay. original home of the circuit. Oh, right yeah. Here. This is the true ringling. It's really a process. <laughs> right. Barnum and Bailey over here. <laughs> All right, folks. It's more of a carny situation, but we'll go with <laughs> We'll see you all in a few minutes. <laughs> Remember to follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at AFR Sports. That's it, AFR Sports. Now back to the show with your hosts, Jalen, Shaquille, and Malin. Uh, you brought him up. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> By All right, how we doing? <laughs> Welcome back to Welcome the, back, show. Everybody. the second half of after further review. I said some dumb shit in the break. That's why I broke everybody and they're laughing right now. But uh, we're about to get ready. We're about to do what we do in the second half. We got G Money here with us, and we're about to. He's gonna take us. Oh, he has a shot with him. Okay, he's Money got a little go. shot going. I don't know what. So we're give us like five more seconds. I'm sorry that I need a I need a freaking second to cooperate. Yeah, you can have a second. Uh, G Money, what do you take a shot at tonight? Uh, Old Forester, 1920. Oh, that's a good one. What do you guys take a shot of? What the hell's going on over in that room? I swear, Shaq's fucking Breaking Bad right now the way he's trying to pour these shots. Are you guys okay? Well, there's just a tiny bit of this Buffalo Trace left, and Shaq was like trying to fucking calculate it, man. (laughs) All right, here we go. Buffalo Trace, Woodforce 1920. Let's go, baby. And then, uh. Yeah, I I know that. I know that uh, Shaq and Jalen are drinking some Florida Avenue, uh, what's it called, Shaq? Passion the, of the Heights. Great name. The, the Heights? Yeah, that, that's a good <clears throat> one. That's like a grapefruit weed ale, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. And uh, G-Money, you're over there uh, sipping on some wine. Well, I was. Uh, I just you, finished off uh, a 2017... Uh, the Chateau Saint Michel Merlot. 
Living the life. Living the robe. The robe. Sipping on wine. Talking about carbone. Only G Money. He's about to be in Vegas next week, in the penthouse suite, nah, in the office nah, nah, nah. last week. <laughs> Over there sipping on some old Forrester in a robe. Man, who said his show wasn't cultured? <laughs> G there Money. There we are. There we are. <laughs> there's not a we. There's Same. you are, and then there's the rest of us. <laughs> Goals, people. The rest of us are still watching football games at Mills Hill House. And <laughs> hey, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that we're all going to Vegas in July, so maybe. Maybe yes, the week before we, maybe the week before we go, we're all gonna be sitting in a robe too, sipping on some. Oh yeah, they got a Miller's. They got a Miller's over there too. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve! Can you imagine all going right. out there? <laughs> <laughs> what are we here to speaking talk about of, again? <laughs> speaking of L's, no, uh, Jalen, you got the the social media shout out. Oh yes, I do. Remind me. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to follow that big banner at the top of the screen at AFR Sports, all one word, no space, no cap, no no under nothing, just all one word. Go right to TikTok or Instagram. You can follow us there, and you can weigh in when we do our community comment section by answering any of the questions that we pose on social media. A lot of um, NFL stuff this past month or so, but now that basketball is back. You best believe there will be some NBA-centered questions working into the swing of things on social media. So follow us on TikTok and Instagram because we know you got them both. So you might as well just take take the time to do it both uh, at AFR Sports. All right. Um, I kind of feel like that shot's hitting Jane a little bit harder. He seems a little bit short of breath there. Watch. Well, just burned like three times. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I will say that I like that we keep the hashtag or the the name short AFR Sports or nothing special in it because we all know what it's like to have to like jump search things on Google. <laughs> uh, so I like that it's easy. Got to make it accessible. It beautiful to the masses. Right. I don't like that leopard pillow you have behind you. That's uh, 2019. Cashmere. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's adorable. <laughs> Silk. All right. So, if we haven't covered enough L's already, that we've been back from the second half and, and this, uh, this is why the second the Clippers to win the finals, let's go ahead and get into some other L's. This is why the second half of the show is always the longest half of the show. <laughs> All right. L's of the week. This is where we give our take on some of the worst L's suffered through the past week in the NFL. We're going to start with the Jets. Hold on. Not what you guys, the Jets on the winning side, they go to Lambeau Field and beat the Packers 27 to 10. Just had their way with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. (laughs) Ravished them at home. This was a. I mean, we did pick this game, and we were all kind of hesitant on it, and here we are. 
right. and, and what, what was the fix again? For the okay. I'm just, I am just saying, it's, it's a question. It is a question. It is a question that will be answered in the next segment. All right. I got a lot to say in that segment too. So there we are. But yes. Does anybody have anything to say about this game? The Shaq, game you, itself. The only reason you picked the Jets is because you like the color of their uniforms. <laughs> why we, why we, no, there was no thought process. Why were you mad that I picked the team <laughs> and won the bet? Wow. I like that. <laughs> why am I the villain for picking was, the right answer? There was no thought there was, there was nothing analytical about Millen, it. Millen, no, you're the last one I want to hear about right. my opinion in No Ride or Die in 5. Oh, <laughs> you were 0-5 last week. <laughs> hey, I'm still, hey, do I still have the best record? You and your analytics went 0 wins last week. Hey. You want to know how good I am at Rider Dine 5? I could go 0 and 5 two weeks this year, and I still have the best percentage out of everybody on this show. Okay, I could literally go winless two weeks, 0 for 10, two weeks, and I'm still better than all y'all. So miss me with all that hate about being 0 for 5. Just... This NFL season is just a joke. But last week, we could play the tape. Shaq is I, like, I remember before NFL Jets, season, Mill was like, no can't wait reason. for football season. That was a joke. I don't I'm understand gonna... what. <laughs> I just want to say, I I'm feel attacked. I, I won this bet, but somehow I still end up losing to y'all mentally. <laughs> There was no analytics. No, there was no analytics. It was just I'm just gonna take the Jets because if they win, I'm gonna look really smart. Like that's all you said. I uh, you didn't think they were gonna win. You were just going for win number one hundred. So you have to go that's back and look at the did. team. I mean, you couldn't even name five all right. Jets. There's a lot. Like I said, we're talking like this Boeing seven fifty seven, a Boeing seven thirty seven. You were you were the last one to pick, and you literally said, "I'm taking the Jets because uh, if they do happen to win, I'm going to look really smart." Like is, that's what you said. Is that what you said, Chad? <laughs> I'm sure it is. Probably. This one, one thing I'm not is a liar, so I'm going to say it is what I said. I was, I was like, "This lucky son of a bitch." <laughs> and now everyone mad at me because I won it and nobody else got it right. Why, is that why everybody's mad at me? I'm not mad at anything here. <laughs> this is just a joke. Your, process, your thought process of choosing them was that if I win, I got a hundred. I'm at a hundred. That's that's not. That's like you Does know it? what. If I, win, if, if I win a lotto based off of guessing random ass numbers and still get a billion dollars, do what I do right now, I'm still win the lotto. Like, I'm not, like, at this point, because Shaq has been doing, like, Shaq, I got to give you credit. You've been doing really good this year in the NFL. Like, I, won, been, I lost two games in the past two weeks. weeks. Think about like, that. In the last, in the last yeah. seven weeks, you've done, you have done really good. I got to give you that. Like, I right. don't know. Like when when like when we go to Vegas in July, I don't know if we need to get Shaq really drunk and keep him away from the sports book, or if we need to get him really drunk and take him to the sports book. If he's on a hot streak coming in, then I don't know. Yeah, like I I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if he's on a hot streak coming in, yeah, maybe you need to like start doing some futures bets there, my friend. <laughs> and liquor his ass up and see what happens. 
Uh, okay, so so the game itself. It's <laughs> 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 so, so much we don't want to talk about the gym. We've been back oh. for twenty minutes. I have <laughs> not done anything. <laughs> we still gotta go through the elves. They started attacking me immediately when I said <laughs> he said Jets. They're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it is like blood in the water. The fact that the Jets beat the Packers twenty-seven to ten, and their starting quarterback was ten of eighteen for one hundred and ten yards, and they won by seventeen points. I was like, "Good God! Like, how bad is how average and mediocre is this Packers team? Um, even so much so that like Rodgers, right, against the Jets, twenty-six of forty-one for two hundred and forty-six yards and one touchdown." Mm. Want to know what that stat line reminds me of? That's a stat line that Joe Flacco would have had back in 2012 with the Ravens. Like that—that's a Flacco stat line. <laughs> like that's average. That's mediocre. That's middle of the road. And Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be a top five quarterback in the NFL. You can't do that. You—he was so mediocre in that game that that allowed for someone like Sauce Gardner. To walk around Lambeau <laughs> Field wearing a cheese head. I mean, that's how bad they beat the brakes off this team. Is that Saz Gardner, a rookie, is walking around with a cheese head? Like, I mean, the disrespect is real. People yeah. know that the Packers are in trouble. Um, they got beat by both New York teams back to back. Got the bricks beat off of them. Um, so it is they they need to wear that L and they uh, do. just put it on your forehead, put the dunce cap on, I don't care. Um that, that was just bad. That was that was terrible. The fact that they went yeah, overseas I mean, and um, clapped up and then come back. They're like, All right, we're back home, we'll, we'll bounce back. It's the other New York team, and then they get clapped up anyway. <laughs> no matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I think the Jets learn from the Giants. So you shut down the run and you force Aaron yep. Rodgers to throw to receivers he does not trust. Yep. And so he overthrows them. He he underthrows them. And when he does come close to hitting them, they don't catch it. So I mean, yeah, and and, and some of that blame goes on to Aaron Rodgers. You know, if if he could have made a decision, maybe they would have still had Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. That Devonte Adams left because they didn't know what was going on with Aaron Rodgers. Was he going to stay? Was he going to go? What was going to go on? And Aaron Rodgers wanted to play that out. So that's that's his fault. That's Aaron Rodgers' fault. He wanted the money. He always complains that Green Bay doesn't draft receivers. They don't help him out. He didn't help his him, himself out. Yep. He didn't do a damn thing to help him or the team. So huh. this is his fault. And, and you know he's. Teams will learn. You shut down that run, and if he doesn't trust his receivers, just blitz his ass. And I think you're actually getting close to a mutiny in Green Bay like you're getting close to a mutiny in Denver because Aaron Rodgers went out in an interview and basically said that the team's not good and the players aren't good enough to run the system that Matt LaFleur wants to run because he came out and said, at the end of the day, like the coach and the coaching staff and the coordinators, they're drawing up these perfect game plans. They're staying up all hours of the night and they're making these great game plans. But at the end of the day, if we don't have the players, maybe we have to simplify it. I was like, oh, shit. Was, right. 
I was like, damn, man, you got to get in a huddle with these people. You got to leave these people. And you're basically saying that you're running out there on offense with a bunch of characters from Sesame Street. Like, God, <laughs> damn. Got Big Brother Green- Elmo on inside the line. Well, Green Bay should have made that decision, like, before this season started, whether or not they were going to keep uh, Rodgers or not. Yeah, and just move on from him. Because you free yeah. up a whole lot of cap space and it gives you a lot of opportunities. Yeah, that's the problem when you hold on to a quarterback too long. I think the Seahawks did not do. Dang right, we didn't. Yeah. Um, but not, not not for nothing though, real, real real quick, just to ask you guys this one question, right? Is uh Green Bay is three and three right now, right? <laughs> Do you do you not think that they could still have been three and three if Jordan Love was the quarterback of that team? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I mean, if not, they, they they'd be two and four. I mean, yeah, they, they would not be because he brings a different di- dimension to them as far as his ability to run. So um well yeah, okay. three and three, two and four, oh. three and three. Well, when you talk about the teams they beat, like they lost to the Vikings, they beat the Bears. Everybody beats the Bears. Um, yeah. Beat the Bucks because Tom Brady has oh, one yeah. foot in retirement and one foot in the huddle. And all the bottoms house. And they beat the Patriots when uh, Zappy Zippy Zap wasn't the quarterback. Um, so it's not like they really have like these great wins when they're when they're playing decent teams, they're losing, and even when they're playing not decent teams, they're losing. They let the Giants and the Jets run up on them in the second half. In fact, the Jets run up on them for four quarters, like they were playing from behind the entire damn game. Um, so I think that Jordan Love he could he could have done what Aaron Rodgers is doing right now. But if Aaron Rodgers yeah. was retired, Jordan Love might be still thrown to Devontae Adams, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Aaron Rodgers made this bed and uh his And now he does not want to lie on it. With it. Yeah, he he no, keeps he it's everybody, to else. everybody else. Everybody else. Everybody else. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> we just beat up Aaron Rodgers for a little bit. Let's go into the next L here. The Browns also got beat down at home. On the Keebler Elf Stadium, uh, they lost thirty-eight to fifteen to my Patriots. <laughs> this was—I mean—they tried to make a little rally late, and then they um, messed up on a onside return, and then that was that. And then the score just ran up a bit more. But uh, Bill Belichick at it again, Zappy out there getting another dub. <laughs> This is a weird alternate world we're living in right now, where Mac Jones is doppelganger in every sense of the word, is is winning a couple of games. But uh, what do you guys think about this one? I just find it funny how the Browns was the most one of the most talked about teams in the off season, just for them to come back and still be the Browns when the season starts. <laughs> well, they were ta- most talked about for all the wrong reasons. Exactly, and they go back to doing the same BS that they. <clears throat> do every freaking season and as much of a mess as this division is still somehow come at being the worst team out of the chaos so just <laughs> to me the browns the most consistent team out of the division is always gonna be them no matter who yeah. comes to that team no matter what gets traded around 
Baker Mayfield or no Baker Mayfield, the Browns will forever be the Browns. That's a team that well, definitely needs to burn to the ground and just get built off from the ashes. Not just the stadium. You're either. right. Because <laughs> we talked about Cleveland the whole offseason because of the whole Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if Baker Mayfield was the quarterback of the Browns this last Sunday, they might have lost 38-3. to um, <laughs> So, I mean, it just that's probably what would have happened. Uh, the crazy thing about this, though, is this is two weeks in a row, Jalen. 29 to nothing. 38-15. Yeah. Zap is 24 for 34, 309 yards and two touchdowns. We're not talking like Cooper Rush managing right. Dallas offense and the Dallas defense helping them win a lot of games. We're talking about somebody that's coming in and put up some plays and has made this offense electric with a bunch of no-names. All right. So, so my question to you is, like, do, does Jones get his job back? He already let go of Bledsoe <laughs> put in Tom Brady one time. Are we looking at Daniel Jones riding the pine the rest of the year with Zap kind of running the ship here? I, I think there's a very good chance that that will be the case because you got to remember, this is also Bill Belichick. He does not give a damn about any kind of feeling towards I like this guy over whoever's getting him wins he's gonna roll with them so uh if if Zap continues this I could very well see him be like Mac you can ride the bench here for a little while because uh this is working and I don't give a damn so and I wouldn't be mad at it I I would have absolutely no problem with that because to me they they look the same play the same I've got well no actually Zap is playing better I mean, yeah, and these two wins, but their play style is is about the same. The play style is the same, but I do think that Zap brings a certain level of energy this year that Jones isn't because Jones has seemed upset since training camp Yeah, about the coordinator situation. Right, right. Like, like really, you got two defensive-minded people call him plays in the offense and then the head coach and then he, he just seemed very kind of and there's been reports that he's been upset and disgruntled a little bit about going from Josh McDaniels to whatever it is that your Patriots want to do right now mm. um, and I don't know if that's leading to his play on the field but he hasn't really been he hasn't been raising any eyebrows so far this year he's been really kind of ordinary he's been kind of Baker Mayfield like yeah, uh, with, with 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 some of his play, then Zap comes in. Zap Zap don't give a shit. He wasn't coached by Josh McDaniels. He's like, I'm just gonna go out there and slay. <laughs> right. Um, and he he's producing. Like the Browns are not a bad defense. Like they might be a mm. middle of the road defense, but they're not a bad defense. So uh, I don't know. Zappy Zippy Zap. You might uh you might have to buy that jersey. I think the only reason why you're saying that you're fine if he rides the bench for the rest of the year is that. You haven't spent the money on a Jones jersey yet. <laughs> That's also part of the <laughs> Which I would like to point out to America that Jalen bought a Cam Newton jersey. And I learned Cam my Newton lesson. Was a quarterback. <laughs> and then Matt Jones goes out there and makes the Pro Bowl in his first year. And Jalen's like, I ain't buying your shit. Uh, oh, hey, come next week, I'll be uh, even happier. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> could, be, so now, could, could be worse. Could have owned a Juju jersey. <laughs> 
Yeah, ooh, yeah. Or you could have bought a Najee Harris version <laughs> ruined his career, too. Um, oh, yeah, you uh, go. But, but, yeah, Jalen's going to be out there wearing a Zap jersey come season in. He's wearing number four. <laughs> Zappy, wearing a Zippy Zap jersey out there in the middle of me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> last L of the week. Uh, so this was Monday night. Monday night, the Broncos once again lost another primetime game to the Chargers. 19-16, to nice barn burner there on Monday night. Uh, <laughs> folks, if the Broncos are in a close game, I think we can all just agree they're not winning that game. It's any game, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause> I, <laughs> I gotta sit through one more godforsaken Broncos game. I swear to God. This yeah, can we pull them from prime time? Yes, yeah, there's no reason. Honestly, can Broncos we just simulate the game? I mean, to be pulled from prime time. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's bad. it's bad in Bronco land. I would uh, just like to point out that uh, Russell Wilson had an 84% winning percentage with the Seahawks in prime time, and now he's in less ride country. They would probably and, uh, get more views by making Sierra put out OnlyFans and picking Broncos. Game. We're, we're not talking about Sierra or OnlyFans. <laughs> you should be talking about that. No. <laughs> if we're okay, but but if we're being serious about this Broncos team, right? Like I kind of feel like the whole team holds a pencil with their fist to write. Like they're that damn stupid. Um, they just the whole coaching staff, the players, everybody. Um, it just doesn't make any sense what they're doing. The whole um, team plays like like gifted with the extra chromosome. It's really yeah. an issue with this whole entire conversation team. Like, <laughs> Russell Wilson in the first quarter, ten for ten, hundred and sixteen yards, and a touchdown. Even I had mm-hmm. to sit up a little bit and I was like, wait a minute, is Russ about to cook? You're about to cook. He came out hot. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, second quarter comes out and nope, burnt the goddamn grits. Yeah. Um, the rest of the game completed two passes in the second quarter, completed <laughs> three passes in the whole second half, and only had 72 yards passing for the whole rest of the game after the first quarter. And he seems lost. Yep. Taking the same unnecessary sacks he did with Seattle. But he's lost the touch on the deep ball. He's continuing to miss people in the middle of the field. Um, He's losing, like, the things that made him great in Seattle, he's not great at anymore. And the bad things that he had in Seattle, he's even worse at. Like, right now in yards, he's 13th in the NFL. Touchdowns, he's 23rd. Interceptions, he's seventh in the league in interceptions. In his QBR, he's 25th in the NFL. And since the Buffalo before the since the Buffalo game in 2020, when Russell Wilson went on that let's let Russ cook thing in 2020, right? And he was everybody's MVP favorite in 2020 up until that Buffalo game when he threw like four interceptions. Since that Buffalo game. PFF, Pro Football Focus, has him rated as the 23rd best quarterback since that week. Since that week. So this play has been deteriorating even when he was in Seattle. But he just, like, his confidence just seemed shot. Like, if you see him at the postgame 
he's trying to remain positive. He's trying to say all the right things. Mm-hmm. But they're so bad right now that he couldn't even end his post-interview uh, with Les <laughs> Ride. He couldn't even use his catchphrase. He was never that bad in Seattle. Even in Seattle, we said go Hawks. Couldn't even use Les Ride catchphrase. It was that bad. Um, so they are just they're a mess a mess and I think that there's going to be a mutiny I don't think that the players he doesn't have the cachet and the clout that he had from the early years with Seattle when he helped him right. win the Super Bowl yeah. like I don't think he's popular in the locker room I don't think he has the buy in from, from his teammates I think his offensive weapons are looking around saying what the fuck are we doing um, I, I think that Denver is in real trouble right now. Yeah, from the top down, because him and um Hackett, like they're, I think the offense especially is looking at defense too, looking at both Hackett and Russ, saying, "What the hell? Like we were better off before you guys came here." And yeah, but the problem though is that everyone wants to blame Hackett though. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not all on him, but he's he's part of the blame. But well, he he's the one getting most of the hate. Like, well, we got to fire Hackett after this year. But your quarterback is the one that you're going to pay a quarter of a million, a quarter of a billion dollars to. Yeah, exactly. Like, he he's supposed to be able to make a living off of broken plays and offense rolling out, do this stuff, and even when he rolls out, it's not happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so it's just I think that this Denver offense is more on Russ than it is Hackett. So, yeah, and I yes. think that Russ is going to get Hackett fired. Yep. And that's not fair to him. Yep, they'll they'll bring in somebody else, and if Russ keeps playing like this under them, which I don't see why he wouldn't, uh, <laughs> you just cost the man his job. So that's fun. All right. Oh, what do you think, Shaq? Real quick, I, I want to hear Shaq's take on on Russell Wilson. That the man is god awful now. I still feel like his best chances of winning another ring would have been at Seattle. I just feel like he had all the pieces known to mankind there to do it. He comes to this team, like you said, this man looks lost, still trying to figure out what's going on. And unfortunately, it's kind of like that you have the pieces there to kind of do it. There's mm-hmm. kind of no excuse. You can't play the, not to compare him to Tom Brady, of course, to go when it comes to the quarterbacks, but like, oh, new team, but Tom Brady went to the Bucks and won Super Bowl the year of going to the Bucks. So it's kind of the aspect of Matt Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. Year. Yeah, as it comes to the aspect of if you can ball and if you're as good of a quarterback as people are hyping up to be as you were to be, you're <clears> coming <throat> to this thing and no matter who you have out there for offensive weapons, you're making the plays, you're making mm-hmm. the throws, you're making sure your receiver's in a good space to make catches and make big plays, but here he is struggling to do anything whatsoever with anything at all so now it's kind of like me as a Denver fan I would be heated now because my team went out of the way to get this player paying him yeah. an obscene amount of money for him to come out here and be got off where we could have drafted somebody who probably could have done a lot better than what he's doing now <laughs> in numbers well the, the the crazy thing when you think about it is that through Russell Wilson's first 10 years in the league he was always either leading or right there in wins, touchdowns, primetime wins. Like every single year, you would see ESPN put up there 
oh, what's, Russell Wilson is right up there with Peyton Manning or so-and-so and wins or yeah. statistic and stuff like that. And now you're looking at somebody that's two and four. The, the team is a mess. Um, by all intents and purposes, by the end of the year, he's not going to be in the top three of any of those stats. And he only has five – he only has five touchdowns. Five touchdowns through, this, through six games. He threw five touchdowns in week one of 2021 and 2020. Six weeks into the year, he has five total. Like he He's a mess, and it's making the Seahawks look a lot smarter moving <laughs> yeah. off of him. And yes, I am a jilted lover, um, and I'm glad he's doing bad because we get a better draft pick. So there you go. G-Money, anything you want to mention on that? So, to kind of follow up on all of that, there are several issues on why Russ is as bad as he is. One, you go to a new team, you don't play in the preseason, so you don't have a connection with the receivers, or you don't have a connection with anybody. Um, Hackett, Hackett was hired with the assumption that they were going to get Aaron Rodgers because they, they thought they could, if they hired Hackett, they could lure Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. That didn't happen. So Russell Wilson was their second choice when they knew, found out that he was available. Um, Hackett's going to get fired. Um, the money right now, the money line is minus 350 on him getting fired before the end of the season. Um, they can't fire him, Russell Wilson. They can't fire him. They can't. Too much um, guaranteed money. Yeah, $136 million guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, maybe you, you think you can trade him, but he's got no trade clause. So, you know, you, right. if you're going to trade him, you're going to trade him to a team that wants him and he wants to go to. So you're stuck with him. Um, you had a defense that was good. Um, your offense wasn't bad, but um, at least you didn't think it was bad. But um, Javante Williams goes down. Mm-hmm. That hurt. Um, Judy is 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 as a wide receiver. You, you thought he was going to be your number one, and um, Copeland was going to be your number two, kind of like the uh, Lockett, DK Mac, Metcalf combination. Not happening. Not happening at all. Um, I don't feel sad for anybody. I don't, I don't feel sad for um, Russell Wilson. I don't feel sad for. Uh, the Denver organization and I don't feel bad for the Denver fans you know you know what I have to say to them fuck you that's damn it. right you money <laughs> damn right you know and we're gonna get your draft pick it's gonna be a top 10 draft pick yes and you, you guys are gonna stop for at least another year Preach. <laughs> yes and saltiness Denver, in, huh? <laughs> Denver has the luck <laughs> Denver is averaging 15 points a game, which is the lowest in the NFL. Mm. And they're paying their quarterback a quarter of a billion dollars over the next six years. That's insane. It's just completely insane. I love it. It's beautiful. We're about to draft our next franchise quarterback for that pick that we get from Denver. We'll be fine. We aced this draft, Seattle did. Same. Yeah, we did. Amazingly, we aced this draft. This draft is probably even better than the um, 2011 or 2012 drafts. 
Yeah. I mean, when you look at the players we've got that are starting, that are playing exceptionally well. I mean, because it took us two drafts basically to get the offensive and defensive players that we got in one draft. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing what happens when you don't have a franchise quarterback and you're forced to actually look at the draft and not reach for players, but you have to have players that will come in and play. Yeah. Sorry, Jalen. I had to bring in the Seahawks at some point. We haven't (laughs) talked about him in like three weeks. I love how we talk about Denver, then we transition to talking about the 2011 draft pick for the Seahawks. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We haven't talked about the Seahawks in a few weeks. I was still in high school. Three and three. I put the, the Broncos in here because I knew yeah. that would lead us <laughs> right in anyway. Right on. Oh. <laughs> that would it. just get us going. Russell Wilson kissed my Tr- ass. Brillo Pat, Pat transition all over to Seahawks and... <laughs> okay, <laughs> really quick, Jalen, before we get into the Rider Guys 5, I have one question for you. I have just one question for you. Ready for this? What would the Broncos have to give up to trade Russell Wilson back to the Seahawks for Geno Smith right now? <laughs> Handicap parking spots, um, <laughs> discounted oh, hot dog tickets. <laughs> Like Geno Smith has outplayed Russell Wilson so hard, and we got two first round picks, a couple third round picks. We got three players. It's crazy. They'd be like, you know what? We'll give you Russell one of these picks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they'd have to give Denver would have to. I mean, I, I mean, first of all, we'd have to think of if we wanted Russell back. If we took Russell no, back, we, we don't. We, we don't want Russell back. It was just the. I mean, if, if we, 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 we don't want back, Russell back, we would want their next two number one picks, and they would be happy with Drew Locke. And they would have to eat a portion of his salary because we're not paying Russell Wilson forty-four million dollars. That's not happening. Oh anyways, yeah, they right, let's, 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 let's go into the ride or die. I just had to throw that out there. I just had to throw it out there because I just think it's funny as shit because Geno Smith is out there looking like, you know, I don't know, Jesus coming back. It's crazy. Uh, so let, let's get into oh, the ride or die. die. Five. <laughs> ride or die. Five really stands for five hours. That's really what it is. That is exactly <laughs> what it's there for. All right. So. As this currently stands, Malin still out front. Had like Shackles right. prompt to mention, had a rough week when 0 5. I just want to yeah. mention that last uh, week we brought up a question. Malin's like, we're all going to hit, except for G Money, who hasn't been here that long. Malin's like, we're all going to hit 100 wins by next week. It's just a matter of if I'm going to catch up to you. Nope. That was your. That was that was your words. Jealous. That is not what I. No. What What did you say? I said that at the end of the day, Shaq had a chance of hitting 100 wins because he was at 99, and Mm. I had a shot at hitting. 100 wins okay. if I went 5-0, and oh, but I didn't. I did not say I was going to. Yeah, that, now that he says that, that sounds <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that that, that big-ass head of yours should be able to remember things a little bit easier. I don't like to say. I said I had a chance. You phrased it like you're going to. 
No. Basically, he had 100 no, wins. I did not. And no, then... I did no, no, I Do we did need not. to go back and check this? No, you can't. You can go back and check it. That last week, we were all talking like because everyone was picking different games. Right. We were like this is the most like wide open we've ever been. I wasn't. I have been confident this whole goddamn year since week one. I was four and one in week one, and then I've been like nothing since. Uh, but I just said I had a chance because right. we picked five games and I was sitting at 95. That's all I said. Come on, Shaq. Be nice. Like, what, what are you doing? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going and looking nice. now. I like I, the hate. No, I, I like the hate. All y'all like do hate. is verbally like beat it. me like <laughs> through the first six hours of this show. <laughs> Listen, that, that's not true. I verbally beat myself, too. Do you want me to prove uh. it? Look at this, people. I got the McDowell's logo on my head. Y'all either with <laughs> my hairline. Hey, we won't see any. We, we don't want any self abusing here. Y'all yeah, either beat me verbally or beat each other off talking about the oh. NBA. It's one of the two things oh, on the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> just, just don't, don't, I'm just saying. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say. We've that. yet to pick a goddamn. <laughs> we would have gotten over a million records. <laughs> yeah, he really mentioned. I did not say that I was going to be the winner. My pettiness is just the aspect that Milo talked about how much he's going to surpass me in records to come NFL season. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, I can guarantee you, it's gonna happen by the end oh of the season. God. I, I hope he go on five this That's week too. That's going to happen. <laughs> that is going to happen. Okay. I'm gonna. Gonna happen. So, like I was saying, <laughs> it's 95 and 55. He's plus 40. I am 111 and 81. I am plus 30. Shaq is 102 and 89. He is plus 13. G Money is 12 and 13. He is minus one. So, the three of us, all of us outside of Malin, went three and two last week. Yeah, I went 0 and 5. Hey, Jalen, real quick, how many losses do I have? 55. Yeah, kiss my ass, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> what was the record last week? <laughs> kiss my ass again. Kiss both cheeks. What was the record before that? The week before that. <laughs> I'll even open up my cheeks and you can kiss him. Uh, the week before that, I was 4 1, bitch. I was undefeated. I was undefeated the week before that. <laughs> I was four and one week four. When we finish at three a.m., I don't want to hear either one of y'all. <laughs> this shows us this episode, especially is pure pettiness is going on. This episode, you even brought up pettiness from last year, like hundred. <laughs> but it's arguing fifteen minutes about the Lakers. <laughs> okay, first okay. game. Well, no, hold on a second. Hold, hold on. Hold, Couldn't hold on start. No, because first of all, when we're talking about these games, yes, deserve the L on the New England game. Okay, I deserve that 100%. You got justify justified L. Everybody picked Tampa on the eight oh, and a half me. on that one. Nobody thought the Jets. We're going to beat Green Bay, except for Shaq's dumb ass saying, well, if I pick it, I'm going to look. How am I dumb for getting, the qu- for getting the thing right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's an old stand. There should have been a Fuck few me wins for getting right. there. But this, this Clearly not. You got all five L's. 
this this NFL season is perfect for somebody like Shaq because right. there are so many three three teams. <laughs> That's supposed There's to so be exactly. It shouldn't be winning. And Shaq is getting shit right. It shouldn't be right. All right. Why are we upset that so, I'm getting stuff right? Y'all roasted the fuck out of me for getting everything wrong last season. I get shit right this season. It's my fault for why the NFL is so bad and getting Listen, everything. Fuck <laughs> you both and your petty asses. We are getting started. <laughs> he, he backtracked to go justify <laughs> his five L's. Damn, you guys were both horrible. We're getting started. This man flipped back like three pages in his notebook to justify why he got this thing. Pretty sure we burned ten oh, minutes, not I'm even picking anything. I actually take notes and prepare for the show. Uh, what did, did that lead you? Zero wins last week. Okay. <laughs> You're damn right. Tomorrow I'm night, <laughs> we'll still be here. <laughs> we will still be here. <laughs> Arguing the Jets game. <laughs> Right, oh, the, the logistics of the Jets game. <laughs> Every call. <laughs> Tomorrow night at 8.15, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals are two-point favorites at home. Uh, Shaq, who do you like? Can we just do away with Thursday night games? I mean, Amen. Can, can the NFL just say stop? Because none of them are good. They're, they're all games that you look at and you go like, what the fuck were you thinking of? Even when you were scheduling this, you know, in, in June. <laughs> these are, what the fuck? I mean, God damn it, good all. Give me the uh, Arizona Cardinals at home minus two. <laughs> Jack, what do you think? I gotta second that. Who the fuck cares? There's the second question to that. But give me the Arizona point on the point. Look, what does it matter? <laughs> One got awful team that their best hope is James Winston and <laughs> Cardinals. <laughs> Not <laughs> even playing Shaq. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Alright. This man is winning games. <laughs> Why are we upset? Because I am winning games and doing better than you. If I was losing games off my picks, nobody would have nothing to say. <laughs> nobody would have anything to say. But because I'm winning off the same logistics, everyone got something to say. <laughs> I'm just saying, I am not mad at Shaq's success. <laughs> I'm glad he's turned it around. Exactly. No, you're, no, you're not because he's close to you right now, Jalen. He's not to close sweat. to me. Uh, not looking defensive. Hurt. 11 wins away um before the show even started like shaq Shaq thought that haskins played qb last week and that man died almost a year ago like that's that's the man winning pick this is ridiculous so (laughs) i'm upset that man upset sitting on the cold angry because i (laughs) i'm in a cold i'm angry i need to pour some more bourbon this is pissing me off um no i'm taking arizona too um, mainly because New Orleans is just busted up, beat up, broke down, and stupid. Uh, they ain't got Thomas. They don't got Landry. Uh, even though Lattimore has been getting his ass beat every single week, he's out too, and Hopkins is back um, for, uh, for for Arizona, and I think that's going to heal some, some, some things for Arizona. The one thing that I think was stupid is that uh, Arizona traded for uh, – 
was his, he looks like goddamn meth head. Anderson from Carolina. Anderson, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Robert. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've never I've never seen a picture of a person in my life that I was like, that head is the shape of a goddamn rectangle. Um and like he looks he looks like he didn't even pass the first grade. Um, <laughs> but here he is. I want to fit on the sideline, getting kicked off the field, and then getting traded to Arizona. Probably reads that one too. So yeah, he probably got a first grade reading. Like, oh, like doesn't God. even under like when, like when they handed him the sheet of paper that he got traded, he was like, A R. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna finish it, but that's probably what he was doing because he's slow as shit. Look at that face, man. Look dumb as shit. Um, but anyway, so I'm taking Arizona. Um, even with dumbass Anderson on that team because Hopkins is coming back and uh, he's about to help oh, some man. people on the fantasy team. And listen, 61% of the money is on Arizona in New Orleans. It's two and four against the spread. Arizona's three and three. So taking Arizona on this one. G money. So speaking of the spread, Arizona, the last game, eight games, it's one and seven against the spread. You're That's the last eight Orleans, home games. That's going back in last year. They're one and seven against the spread. That's Arizona at home. That's how well they play. And that was going back to last year. Yeah, but they didn't they have had Hopkins at the end of the year. They didn't have Hopkins at the end of the year last year. <laughs> They've only played how many home games have they played this Every year? Midnight. You're going six <laughs> six home games last year. I don't know. So, so you're taking New Orleans? Yeah, the game sucks. Personally, <laughs> I think I'll take the refs. But, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with New Orleans plus a set plus a two. I mean, they, they, my my hope is Kyler Murray pulls a hamstring or just gets upset, goes to the bench and cries and doesn't want to come back out on the field. Why why are Which you picking New Orleans then? Do. I don't understand. You're picking New Orleans, but you hope that Kyler Murray cries on the bench. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I do, because I hate New because I oh. hate Arizona. I hate okay. Carol Kyle Murray. I hate him too. Oh, okay. I mean quite frankly. Uh, I mean there are teams that I hate. Arizona, I hate. I hate Arizona. I, um, they're a worthless team. Um, the, the ownership it, it is worthless. The coach, my God, the coaching. Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury can't win anywhere. And here's the thing. Do you know who his quarterback was in college? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Yeah, right. And he couldn't that. win with Patrick Mahomes. So if you can't win with Patrick Mahomes, how the fuck are you going to win with, with fucking Kyle Murray? You're not. All right. So that wine <laughs> in that Forrester 1920 is doing a number on, on Gene Money. <laughs> it may well be, but I am. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. All right. So we got New Orleans. Get the. <laughs> we got, okay. Oh man, we got, we got G Money round up. Yeah. Uh, the next one, we got the Giants at the Jags. Shaq was Shaq Gill preview this earlier. Uh, Shaq, who do you like with the Giants being the three point uh, underdogs on the road? Go ahead and give me the Giants. I'm sorry, but the Jags, I. 
Do you want the the three points with the Giants? Or are you taking the money line on the Giants and giving the three points with the Giants? Okay. I said the Giants continue their streak and they beat the Jags on the road. They could pay these motherfuckers on the sun with no sort of suit on, still somehow win this game. So I'm gonna take them. <laughs> I'm also gonna agree with the Shaq. If I get three points and the Giants, I give me that all day. Uh, G money, go ahead. I'm going to go with the Giants, but it's an interesting game because um, you've got to wonder how many times can the Giants come back from double-digit double digit deficit in the second half. Um, and if if Jacksonville can stop um, the Giants from, from running, which I don't think they can, because if I'm not mistaken, and Malin can uh, correct me if I am, I think the Giants are like the number two rushing team in the NFL. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, and the number two rusher is their quarterback, surprisingly enough, because you wouldn't think that uh, Daniel Jones would be that big of a ru- of a runner, but he is. Um, so as long as Saquon stays healthy and um, Daniel Jones doesn't have to throw a lot. No, I, I got the Giants plus the three. I would just like to point out that G Money asked me. Because uh, because I know things. Chad. All right. Um, but no, Daniel Jones is averaging five yards of rushing. He has two touchdowns, two hundred thirty-seven yards. He's like he's doing pretty good rushing. But he's always had that quick speed, and I think everybody can remember. I think it was two years ago, Daniel Jones broke loose, and he yeah. could have scored an eighty-yard touchdown. He tripped over his own goddamn feet. That's what white people do. Um, so that was embarrassing. Um, just like the most iconic run that Steve Young as a scrambling quarterback in the nineties was him tripping over over his goddamn self with the Vikings. Um it's just it's embarrassing. Um but yes, he 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 is fast. He is quick. Um but the I, you you gotta take the Giants on this, right? I mean, how why what has Jacksonville done being two and four? The B yeah, a three-point favorite for a team that's five and one. True question I, I just, is: I, I, is I, I, how long do you think this Giants like process and streak goes right now? Oh, I think I think that streak will go just as long as Saquon can stay healthy. Uh, the you moment money. that Barkley gets yeah. hurt, I think they're done. Um, I don't think they can sustain it without a bell cow <laughs> running back. I really don't. Um, but if he can stay healthy, I think they'll be fine. And the next um, game. <laughs> yeah, well, I really, I really, listen, I'm knocking on wood because I really don't want that to happen, not just because I have Saquon Barkley on one of my fantasy teams, but I think that Saquon Barkley, he he just, he deserves this win, man. He deserves this W. Like, for this year, he's been so injured yeah, and beaten yes. up and stuff like that and played on some bad teams that he deserves to have a really great year to kind of solidify the reason why they picked him. But at the end of the day, you got to take the Giants with the three points just because the fact that, like G-Money said, even when they're down double-digit points, they can still come back. And Jacksonville has had a couple nice games, but they haven't proven to anybody that they can kind of hang with the big boys and finish <clears> out <throat> games. Um, and so you you got to take the Giants on that one. And 70% of the money is on the Giants 
and the Giants so far this year are five and one against the spread, and Jacksonville's two and four, which is their record. So this is all adding up to why the Jags are going to win this game by fifteen. <laughs> I really hope not. I really hope not. I want to get to a hundred wins, Jalen. I need to do better. Shout out to Nestor in the chat. He says go Dolphins, and he also right. says Giants over Jags. Good to see that Nestor is in agreement with us. Uh, next game Nestor's here. Happy that Tua made you back. Yeah, that's what he's really happy about. Uh, we have the Falcons at the Bengals, also at one o'clock this Sunday. The Falcons are six and a half point underdogs on the road. Money line is plus two twenty. Kind of tempting over there. Uh, Malin, this was your dark horse team. No, I'm not going first. God damn it! I was zero five last week. I'm not going first. I'm going first. There you go. I'm not doing it. So, oh, so here we go. So, Ridiculous. so Atlantic is seven and o, uh, six and zero against the spread this this season. Six and zero. And you know, knowing that I'm in Vegas next week, and I'll tell you, you know, if you're at the craps table and that's a hot shooter, you stay with that shooter. I'm taking Atlanta plus the six and a half. Check. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Cincinnati about six and a half okay. to win this game. I say that this is around the time that this team might want to start kicking up their gears and really start making themselves competitive. They really need to say step it up. They've been letting us down altogether. So I'm saying that Cincinnati claims this win against the Falcons. I am going to side with G Money here. Six and a half points for with Atlanta. I mean, when you're six and zero against the spread, it is hard to to differ against that. So um, Cincinnati's been obviously not very great this whole year. Um, they could still win the game, but I think this will be close in Cincinnati. So give me the six and a half points with the Falcons, Malin. Um. Well. I gotta go with Cincinnati on this one, and the battery died on the camera, so I can't see him anymore. Jalen the shack, um, gotcha. but Cincinnati, oh, Cincinnati is four and two, and I know that Atlanta is six and zero, oh, but Cincinnati's four and two against the spread, so they've been really good against spread too, and they've won three out of their last four games, and the game is in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's hitting the stride. I just need Mixon to do a little bit of uh, better than 3.3 yards carry, but I'm going to go ahead and take Cincinnati on this one. Good. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> um, next one. Man, we still have two more games. What the hell? Uh, we have the Chiefs at the Niners. 4.30 on Sunday. Chiefs are three-point favorites. On the road, um, I'll go first real quick here. I'm going to take the Chiefs to cover the three points. They, of course, lost last weekend. Um, just see it hard for them to lose back-to-back weeks here. And uh, I still think this will be a good game, but I could see them winning this by uh, like five points-ish or like maybe six. So give me the Chiefs to cover. Uh, mainly you can go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Chiefs too. Uh, I know that the Chiefs are two and four against the spread, and San Francisco is three and three, so you, pretty much a wash there. I know that 71 percent of the money in Vegas is on the Chiefs right now. 
but injuries are still stacking up against San Francisco. I know that uh, Nick Bosa might be back, but they're still going to be missing at least five starters on the defense. Um, and I think that Kansas City is going to be out to prove that they're still one of the top teams in the NFL. And uh, let's face it, uh, San Francisco lost to Atlanta last week. So they can lose to Atlanta, they can lose to Kansas City. I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, Shaq? I'm also going to agree Melvin for once and say the Chief. I'll take the Chief on the point here. Just because they agreed on every game so far. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to agree with Melvin. <laughs> 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 you are making up no ground this week, my friend. No, I'm not. No, I refuse. Like we haven't been agreeing. You, you may catch that 100, but you can catch in my processes. All right, we'll bounce that shit out real quick. Taking the Chiefs, like I said, they're still a very solid team. Um, for me, one time. <laughs> but guess what? They catch this win. G money. Well, you know, the interesting thing is the point spread. It, it's a three-point spread, right? So, but the 49ers, so maybe Bose is back. But if he's not, they're missing two other starting D linemen. They're missing both the starting corners, a starting safety, a starting linebacker. On the on the offense, Trent Williams may be back. But if he's not, then they move missing both starting tackles obviously the starting quarterback because Jimmy G is starting and then starting running back and some and, and a mul- multitude of backups and yet Casey's only fight, favored by three makes no sense but you know what I make no sense so I'm taking Kansas City I'm right alright that's two games that we're like- all I would just like to point out that G Money made an entire argument why San Francisco should win that should game. Should win the game. Should you should take San Francisco plus the three? <laughs> I mean, it's just the points were the way it was. was I mean, basically Kansas City plus three. I mean, maybe if you've got a a, a fully functional 49ers team, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just everything and Shanahan hasn't shown himself to be that great of a coach no he's not well he's pretty good with Jimmy G but everything that G Money said was like showing Kyrie Irving all the evidence that the earth is round and he's like no the earth is flat <laughs> fucking people that's uh, right so, that, was, that was great <laughs> I just I loved it alright so we got one more this is a good one yes uh, Sunday night game we have the Steelers at the Dolphins Dolphins seven point favorites at home. Pittsburgh money line is plus two seventy. It's a nice, nice little money line there for anybody that's tempted. Uh, Shaq, please go right ahead. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the Steelers on the points purely because there's a team probably more broken than we are in the whole. It's probably the Dolphins who still try to mind you, still great receiving core, but. Great defense. So I'll, I'll put, even though the defense is kind of shabby, apparently toward the Bucks, we held our own. So if we could do anything what we did last week, I'd say take that. So I'm going to pick my own team. It sounds bad, but I'm going to go with that because they usually get a shit kicked in once we do. 
But in that same breath, fuck you, Nestor. I appreciate you, but you and your dog shit conversations about dogging on my team and losing to the Jets. I hope you lose to the Jets and us. And look, terrible time. Here we come, man. I hope we beat the shit out of the freaking Dolphins. God awful. Sea mammals ass. Okay. <laughs> Either one of you guys want to go next. I'm going with Miami minus the seven. Uh, I think Miami's defense is better, not as banged up as Pittsburgh's. And I think if Tour starts and he doesn't get concussed in the first quarter, um, they'll win. Premature skull. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm also with you, money on the. Dolphins to cover. Uh, mainly go ahead. Yeah, I mean, 50, 55% of the money's on Pittsburgh. Two and three. Pittsburgh covered the spread and won because it was a push on one. Miami's three and three. That's a wash again. Um, but the simple fact of the matter is, is that Miami's offense was only averaging 15 points a game while two was hurt. Who is going to be back? And unless he dies on the field this next time, um, which I don't think will happen because the Steelers still don't have Watt. Um, and so I don't think they'll get the pressure on him. And they still got Waddle. They still got um, Hill. Uh, I'm I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins. Minus seven. Like, yeah, I don't hear nothing next week when I'm the one win this game and y'all like what's against you got I, no, hey, right. listen, if you <laughs> hey, listen, if you win this one, total respect. Even though I think that part of you only took the Steelers because you want to throw shade on Nestor, and I'm not even hundred percent sure that you actually think the Steelers are gonna win. Oh, so you dog uh, your team every chance you get. And they deserve it. I have to put a sock in my mouth because of my own godforsaken team. I'm allowed to dog this shit out. That's all I'm saying. That was two years ago, Shaq. No, and I'm still hurt. Still hurt to this day. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't swallow a sock. Right? How do we go 11-0 and, oh and then make uh, the racist-ass Washington Redskins <laughs> in that theory? Hey. They were the Washington football team at that point. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this doesn't make them less ignorant. Does not make them less ignorant at that time. I would just like that to. That team has changed name three times in four years. That's amazing. Yes, yeah, indecisive best. It's still bad. I would just like to remind everybody here that uh, what's up with that is done. We're no longer doing that on this show. So we <laughs> should stop <laughs> trying to bring it back. So week after week, the show's very opinionated. That's, that's the issue. I don't know what you're talking about. There's not enough hours in the day to see love, but this show thinks about everything. If it was up to us, we would talk about the Lakers year round. If you wanted well, to no, we go could back talk about Gary that. Jones and, and Robert Kraft and their want to go out oh. and duke it out about at the owners' meeting. Yeah, did you guys I mean, hear about that? Did, did you guys hear about no. that? No. So they were the in the owners meeting, the uh they were voting on whether or not they should start negotiations with uh Goodell's new contract. And mm. Jerry Jones was the one dissenter 
it didn't vote for the approval. So it was 31 to 1, right? <laughs> but him and Robert Kraft got into it. And Jerry Jones started threatening Robert Kraft, saying, You don't want to fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, You got it. You got a couple of old white men <laughs> about to throw down in the owner's meeting. I would pay for that. Put them two motherfuckers in the <laughs> You got one man that's won six trophies in the last, you know, 25 years since Dallas has won anything. <laughs> put him in the octagon. Let him go. Let, let, let's have it. I'd put money on craft. I think he'd knock the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. If if Robert Kraft is is good enough to marry somebody that's like thirty years old, he's got enough stamina to beat the that's true. Jerry Jones. That is guy. true. So, Here we are. That's just, <laughs> just, when they were showing but, yeah, photos Jerry on Sunday, I was like, on vodka, so he probably wouldn't feel the beating <laughs> until like sometime uh, next week. Oh, it wouldn't matter because his ass would be laying out cold. <laughs> and, and, he, and he would still think the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, but no, they, they got into it, man. It was heated. And Jerry Jones was like, don't fuck with me, Kraft. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> two old white people. That's crazy. A bunch of goddamn billionaires trying to threaten each other in a room with like 31 other people. And then you got like Daniel Snyder. You got Jim Mersey, he's like, hey, whoever loses, can I take a line of coke off your ass? Can I do that? And that that's what Ursay is doing. Ursay's going with the whole, I don't fucking care what you've got, Snyder. Get goddamn <laughs> private investigators. I, I'll tell you right now, I do coke and I hire hookers. I don't fucking care. Sell your goddamn team. <laughs> What he does, and Jody Allen sitting there saying, "We're not selling the team for another thirty years." It's great, man. These are owner meetings, man. They should just put it live on ESPN. It's yeah, gotta be amazing man. television. It's better than the actual product they put on the field, man. A bunch of rich billionaires bitching at each other. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, right. talk about reality TV, folks. Hey, if the Kardashians can have a show, the NFL owners can have a show. Exactly. Thank you all for listening <laughs> and watching this week. This godforsaken episode. <laughs> that one out of about 45 minutes longer than it should have, but we continue to drag it up. matter what time we start, finish, oh, go to break. The halftime is only at the beginning. It's, really, <laughs> it's so like the second beginning. I, think, I would just again. like to say, I think I counted. I think I counted 14 times that we got Jalen to lose the shit so much that he, like, did a dip. <laughs> laugh so hard. Like, I don't know what it is about Jalen. When he starts laughing, he has to, like, fold over. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it's not a, he does it, like, every single time. It's not a week that goes by that we get to halftime. It's like, we're making great time. And then by the end of it, we always finish the same exact time every week. And we're like, why? Why are we like this? <laughs> every every week. We start talking about L's. We start talking to Ride or Die or Five. Just start arguing about Jack's shit that happened there. 80 Jack's, episodes ago. Jack's over, Jack's over there scratching his nipples right now. It's great. I love it. Good show, people. Okay. We'll see you all next week. I'll talk to you guys later. Episode 107. Coming up. Live from Vegas. Oh, God. And we're...